Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. Episode 50 of the One Hot Thing podcast, can you believe it? I certainly can't. It's going to be a little bit different in that this week, I don't have a guest. I am going to be doing an episode solo and I am going to talk to you about how to get content sanity in your life. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is getting more content created in less time with more consistency. That's what we all want at the end of the day. So I'm going to share with you my one hot thing, which helps me achieve all of those things. And I want it to help you too. So let's jump in. Okay, so we're all familiar with the overwhelm of getting content out there consistently. Let's face it, we are all busy. We're all trying to do a million things at once. And sometimes the thought of getting a weekly, fortnightly, monthly piece of content out there can just feel like too much. Well, if that's you, hopefully my one hot thing today is going to help. So the one thing that helps me stay focused with my own content, but not just my own content, but with that of my clients as well, is having a solid content process in place. So when you are creating your own content, if you're also dealing with client work, and let's face it, most of us are... When that client work and the business side of things gets really busy, it's very easy, too easy to let your own content and your own marketing slip. So getting this process in place is the key. It's really the organization behind everything that is the key that is going to help you stay focused and stay on top of it. So I'm going to take you through my content process and it's actually a lot simpler than you might think. It's a process which basically details every single step that I know I need to take to create, publish, repurpose, and then promote each different type of content I create, or in the case of my clients, each different type of content that they create. So obviously, different people's processes will differ depending on you as an individual, but also the process for the different types of content will vary as well. But it's basically this roadmap that's going to help to keep you sane. So how do we do it? Well, for me, it all starts with something as simple as a spreadsheet. And I live by Google Drive, so I use a Google Sheet, but you could use an Excel spreadsheet, whatever it is that you're happiest with. There are so many great tools out there for organization. There's Asana, there's Trello, there's some fantastic tools out there. And if that's what works for you, then that is wonderful. But in my experience, sometimes we try to overcomplicate things and actually something that we thought was going to simplify our life and actually make things clearer in our mind can sometimes have the opposite effect. So I like to just keep it as simple as possible. And I'm quite a visual person. So I think for me, being able to see things on a spreadsheet in columns or in rows or however you decide to to lay it out and sometimes color coded, in fact, definitely color coded, really helps me to just visually open up a document and go, oh, that's where I'm up to. So I'm going to take you through an example of a content process, one that I follow every single week for my clients. So I'm going to take you through the example process, for example, when I'm working with a YouTuber who creates a piece of video content and then uploads that to YouTube and then 
gets it repurposed and promoted across all different channels. So I could give you my podcast process, but what I'm going to talk to you about at the end, if you do stick around, is I'm going to give you a link to where you can actually download some templates. Uh, templates for the process of whether you're a blogger, whether you're a podcaster, or whether you're producing video content, templates that you can download, edit, make them the, make them the, your own. So you basically don't have to start from scratch creating these, these processes that I'm talking about today. Okay, so let's start going through the process laid out on a spreadsheet for video content. So on my process sheet, I like to kind of see in the first column what number video or for example if you're doing a podcast be your podcast episode number basically i just like to keep on track of video number one two three four five that's the first column okay so after the video number column i like to have the scheduling date so this is the date that your video is actually going to be released to the public next step along in the process is to put in the video title so this is the point at which I would spend the time, actually, especially if you're planning your content ahead, e- you know, even if it's blog or podcast content, this is the point at which I would go, right, what do I want the title for this to be? So this isn't just something that I would go into my process spreadsheet retrospectively. I would do the work at this point so that, you know, it's all there, it's ready for when you actually come to do the rest of the process. So the video title, whatever research you need to do for that. Next column, I would have the thumbnail title. Again, that's gonna need a bit of thinking about because ideally it should be different to your video title. You might have another column I always do for uh, the keyword that you want uh, that video to be focused on. So make sure that there's a note of that in your spreadsheet there. If you're sharing this spreadsheet with a team, and I'll come on a little bit later to how this works with a team, you could also have a column here for links to any kind of Dropbox files or any of the Google Drive folders with any other resources in that people who are sharing this spreadsheet might need, such as images, links to the thumbnail images, that kind of thing. If you've got somebody helping you with the the whole process and you're all working on this sheet, just use that box to link them off to other resources that they might need. And it's always handy to have a little section there for notes as well if you are working with a team member. The next column along I would use for a YouTube video would be a note of any particular cards or end screens or what specifically you want to be included on the end screen. Spend some time thinking about which other videos you want this video to link off to and make a note of it there in that column there. The first step really in the actual um, getting down to it of getting this content published. So I have a column to tick off when I've uploaded the video to Rev. That's normally the first thing I do. So Rev, it's a website, an amazing website where you can upload any videos and you can then, they caption, they produce the captions for you and a transcript as well if you choose that option. So that's normally the first thing I do because while the turnaround is quite quick, there is a little bit of sometimes a couple of hours or a few hours. So it makes sense to do that first so I can be doing everything else while I'm waiting for that. So that's my first column. The next part would be a column where I can tick off when I've done the, or to remind me that I need to do the keyword research. So I use a tool called Morning Fame, but there are lots of others available, such as TubeBuddy or VidIQ, where you can enter the keyword that you want your video to be found for, and it gives you lots of other suggestions for the types of words and phrases that you could use in your tags to help make your video be more visible and found on YouTube. Next step in the process. So this is just showing you the detail I actually go into in a process. You know, it's obvious at some point throughout this process, you're going to have to upload your video to YouTube. But I really like to have this written down in front of me so I can just 
clarify that I have actually done that part of the process and the satisfaction I get from writing it done in each of these um, cells is, is off the scale. It's amazing. So the next step in the process, and again, going even to, into even more detail here, is to have a column where I can confirm that I've written in the title, the YouTube description, I've added the tags and I've added the thumbnail to YouTube. Another column going on there to show that I've done all the work to the end screen and added some cards. Another column when I've received the caption folder from rev.com, which I can then upload to YouTube. Another column there to show that I've added the subtitles. Next step would be to add the video to any playlists that I or the client have got set up on the channel. Another column to say that we have repurposed that blog into a written piece of content on their website. So just to tick off to say that we've actually, you know, completely written a standalone piece of content and it's all been written up and formatted actually on the, the website itself with any kind of featured image added. Another one to say, yes, we've done the blog tags, we've added some metadata and we've optimized it for search. And things just, just such as backlinking the blog from older posts, linking forward to this new one also. Another thing I like to do is actually I have attached to my workflow sheet for any given client and for myself with the podcast, a content audit sheet. And that's essentially just another sheet on a spreadsheet with a list of all the content that you've created and with a category of, of the topic so that it makes it much easier when you're if you're doing a blog for example and you want to link backwards and forwards different linking different blogs together or linking different youtube visit videos together really helps if you can just look at this content audit instead of scrolling back through youtube and going okay what videos have i created or going back through your blog you can actually see on a spreadsheet ah yeah this would make sense to link with that other video or that the blog and vice versa. So again, it, this will depend on different people's processes, but I've then got a column for when I've scheduled a many chat broadcast because a lot of video clients, for example, we will repurpose their video, send a broadcast out to their chatbot subscribers. So great to be able to tick that off in there. And then another one to say when we've written the email to go out to their subscribers and actually scheduled it on the email scheduling tools such as ConvertKit or MailChimp. And then another one finally to say that we've written the social media posts and that they're all scheduled. So that's just whizzing you through, really whizzing you through a typical process for a video. And as I say, this is really going to vary depending on the type of content you're creating and the process that you yourself go through. But I just wanted to take you through it to show the detail that it goes into. Because whilst, as I said before, a lot of it seems obvious, you'd be surprised when you're busy with lots of different pieces of client work or trying to do loads of things at once, the, the little things that you can forget and just the peace of mind that having a process sheet such as this actually offers you is just immense. Because to my mind, one of the biggest reasons that people stop being consistent with their content is because of that feeling of overwhelm. And actually, if we can just take that feeling of overwhelm and that feeling of just not being on top of everything and not having enough time, then we can actually get people more consistent with their content. As I mentioned before, having a process sheet such as this is going to be, well, really going to come into its own. And I don't see how you can manage without it, actually, as and when you have a team or if you work with freelancers, even on an ad hoc basis, if they just come in and do parts of the process for you, you will need to be able to see where each other's at. So being able to share a document like this is absolute gold. And I assure you the sanity it will provide is what's going to keep you consistent. And the lovely thing about it as well is that 
I consider this to be like a living, breathing, ever-evolving document, something that can be tweaked, honed and refined over time as you refine your process. And finally, if we ever get to that point, eventually get to that point where we think, do you know what? We've got this process nailed. This works like clockwork. It's easy. It's slick. It's clean. And I don't think you can get there without having a process in place all mapped out. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to where you can download an editable version of each of the processes, whether you create a blog or whether you create video or a podcast. And um, you can, as I say, you can download that and make it your own and have some fun with it. If you can possibly have fun with a spreadsheet, I think you can. And um, let me know how you get on with it. I would be really interested to hear if it helps make your life any easier. And I really hope it does. So hopefully back to the normal routine from in two weeks time with another fantastic guest. But yeah, in the meantime, good luck with your content process. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.